He alone would climb to the highest room of the tallest tower to enter the princess's chambers, cross the room to her sleeping silhouette, pull back the gossamer curtains to find her. <gasps> oh, oh, oh hey. hey. Princess Fiona? Oh, uh, um, no. No. <laughs> no, it's just us. Oh, thank heavens. Yeah, I'm Clint. And I'm Eli. And uh, this is um, purely nostalgia. It's our, it's our podcast. Do you think it should be illegal to record a podcast for not wearing pants? Hey, um, if you're a criminal, I'm a criminal. Are you serious? You're not wearing pants? I'm in a, I'm in a bathrobe. <laughs> I'm at least wearing a shirt and boxers, but... Yeah, I'm wearing a shirt, boxers, and a bathrobe. I gotta wear something to clip my insulin pump on. <laughs> Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shap Smith, the greatest good you're ever going to get. And I'm Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I'm what the French might call les incompetents. And we ain't wearing pants today. We're no pants, boys, and I, I got a dog in my lap. Oh, that's very cute. If he ever wants to chime in, that's fine with me. He ain't got no pants either. Uh, <laughs> um, I this is the first time I've ever not worn pants while we recorded. I usually am in like full business attire. Yeah, I usually am in like a Buddhist robe or something. <laughs> what is a Buddhist robe? A robe that Buddhists wear. Oh, uh, okay. Like a monk robe, like one of those bright orange monk robes. Yeah. Okay. You um, know, I should have known that. I. I've seen it every week up until this week in our podcast recording robe. house. You always step directly out of the shower and then put on your Buddhist robe and then sit down at the microphone. Tune in next week for the hit NBC show, The Buddhist Robe. <laughs> um, Clint, I saw by a movie. By day, he's a smart time lawyer. By night, he puts on his robe <laughs> and he's a Buddhist that solves crimes. And, anyway, you saw a movie? And records a podcast. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw a movie. Um we we were discussing this uh, how like there's so many um like kind of nostalgia related movies coming out this year that mm -hmm. we can't cover all of the new ones because we still want to cover some old stuff too. Um so Dumbo did not make the cut, but I did see it recently. You have not seen it, correct? No, I have not seen Ear Baby Dumbo. <laughs> Ear Baby Dumbo. The that comes from Dumbo's origin story, which is that Dumbo is flying around and there's a sign that says Dear Baby Jumbo because his mom's name is Jumbo, and so his name is Baby Jumbo. And he hits the uh -huh. sign, and the D falls down and knocks the J off the sign. Um, and it has to do some wicked acrobatics to land in the right spot to hit the J, but it all happens yeah. so fast that you just kind of accept it. And then it stays there, and it says, Ear Baby Dumbo. And everyone's like, oh, Dumbo is a good name for you. Do you remember when you were born um, and... When I was born, my name was uh, Dear Baby Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what happened exactly for you to become named Clint? I flew around, I flew around the room <laughs> and, and uh, flew through. Uh, my dad was reading um, a, a book of Hollywood, 
and I a book of Hollywood, <laughs> you know, uh, and smoking a cigarette in the in the room, uh-huh. and I flew through a picture of Clint Eastwood, and um, I came out of of the picture, and uh, they said, you know, Clint's a good name, and, and so, um, when I was born, I was gonna be named um, PJ, which stands for Paul Jacob, and that's actually not even fiction. Um, and none of what's at, what I'm about to say is fiction. But then um, I came out and I was bald. Like, I didn't have any hair. And so um, mm. the nurse started making fun of me. The <laughs> nurse was like, look at this bald baby. And um, I snapped my little baby fingers and a nurse came out of the woods. Or, sorry, a bear came <laughs> out of the woods and ate the nurse. <laughs> Um, and huh. my parents saw that and were like, we need to name this baby Elisha after the prophet Elisha. Cause that's what he does in the Bible. Some, some the team. bear summoner. Yeah. The bear summoner. Ooh, that should be my Twitter bio. Shouldn't it? It should. Yeah. Hey, how come you have a tattoo of a shark? Not a bear. And not a bear. Um, I, cause I don't really like bears that much. Sharks are cool. I wish I could summon sharks like Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but anyway, ear baby. Dumbo. Anyway, Dumbo. Um, it was fine, I guess. It was it was okay. <laughs> and so you told me last night, and this was news uh-huh. to me. Um, I f- I thought for sure ear baby Dumbo talked in the original anime. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, he does not talk in the original anime. Um, the original well, he- Dumbo manga. I'm pretty um, sure. I think he does in the dubbed version, but in the subs, which is what you should watch if you're a true anime fan, he doesn't yeah. talk. So, um, yeah, he doesn't talk in that one. He doesn't talk in this one. Um, none of the animals talk in this one. But but animals do talk in in the uh, original, right? Yes, I mean like they're like a whole they're like a whole big part of it. Like the mouse, there's a mouse that like encourages him to fly and he's like a pretty main character. There is a mouse in this movie, but it doesn't talk and is only in like one scene. So it's like, why, why, <laughs> why include yeah, the mouse I, character? Well, yeah. I remember now because, um, there are parts of the original Dumbo movie that, um, societally have not aged. Right. Well. There are some, yeah. some racist crows that did not make the cut, which seems like a good call, but, um, yeah. And there's not even a crow in the movie. Like, it's not like they just didn't make <laughs> no the crow's, crows characters. I bet Tim Burton was standing around, like, saying, like, can we make sure that there are no birds in every shot of this movie? Because <laughs> I don't want to be accused of p- including the crows in this movie. Well, as you can see, we're going to enhance this shot right here of Dumbo, Tim oh, Burton's That's Dumbo. a bird. That's a bird right there. Somebody call Al Sharpton. <laughs> uh, I bet that's a funny joke, but I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty funny joke, actually. Who's that? Al Sharpton. Yeah, he's like a activist. Oh, okay, I say that dismissively, but <laughs> he's like he an is... activist. What? <laughs> yes, he is. He is an activist and gotcha. a um a person that is anti bird, anti anti bird. So Dumbo, yeah, I don't. I I felt like we needed to address it on the show. Um, I. I've seen a lot of negative reviews for it, and then some people seem to have liked it. It's I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people are making it out to be. I think it's pretty good. I think people are correct that it's uh, Burton's best movie in years. Um, well, I say Better, that, but I don't think did I've it seen have it. a fudder whacking. <laughs> it does not have a fudder whacking, <laughs> uh, which is a real disappointment. I haven't seen Tim Burton's 
um, two most recent movies, but they're on my my list to watch soon. We this um this does not have Johnny Depp in it, correct? It doesn't. He's not in this one. This has to be Tim Burton's only movie without Johnny De- Sans Johnny Depp. It uh, has to be. Well, he's not in Big Eyes or uh, Miss <laughs> Miss Peter Pettigrew's Wild <laughs> Adventure <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. But yeah, he's 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 done a but. He's in a lot of Wait, movies. Johnny Johnny Depp played played Dumbo in this one. Oh, he could have. We don't yeah. know that. I like the way Dumbo looks. I think he's a very cute elephant, and I support he him. He looked very cute. I will say though that like, there's even though it's quote unquote live action, he didn't look like a real elephant. Obviously, but no, um, which he looks like a Webkins is a little distracting because I think the rest of the animals do look real. Um, mm-hmm. but it's fine. I mean, he already wasn't going to look like a real elephant because he has huge ears. And that's, <laughs> I just want to talk about the, the reveal that Dumbo has huge ears. Um, <laughs> all the circus people see, see his ears pop out and they're so excited that they have a baby elephant that they can include in their next show already. And then they see the ears and they're like, Oh wow! Never mind. We gotta hide those ears, <laughs> and it's like it's a circus. Why would they not be like sweet? This elephant has huge ears. That's awesome. Checkmate. Checkmate. Cool. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I don't want to get all cinnamon, are, cinnamon sins on it. Are baby elephants like rare? <laughs> oh, I, I, okay. I think they're exactly as rare as elephants are. <laughs> Second question. Okay. Is there is there a daddy elephant or was this immaculate conception? Um that's a valid question cuz we don't see the daddy elephant. He's probably like Anakin Skywalker. There was no father. Oh, is so he his midichlorians? <laughs> yeah. He was conceived by the Force. That's how uh he got his ears. Yeah. That's um, the Force. So that that's means how there's he can fly. Um there was that theory a while back how um Whoever, like, before we figured out that Snoke is nobody important because Ryan Johnson killed him in an awesome way, everybody mm-hmm. was like, oh, maybe Snoke is, like, the anti-Anakin, uh, and, like, they created him as, like, to balance out um, um, Anakin. He was, like, the dark side version of him. Um, I'm going down to Star Wars fan theory rabbit trail. That's yeah, not yeah, interesting. Yeah. But I'm just saying maybe there's an opposite of Dumbo out there that has really tiny ears. Oh, was it worth damn. it? What's the opposite of flying? Walking. Walking. <laughs> so it's and just he is, an elephant. He could just walk real good. Yeah, he's he's like pretty fast. He's like, no, he's got big legs. Yeah. Oh, he's he got, got really long. Legs. Like you know how most elephants have small legs. Yeah. This one's got big ones. Or he's got feet. Like he's got normal <laughs> elephant legs, but instead of just like little hooves, what are they? Hooves at the yeah, bottom his, of their feet. His legs taper down really quickly to like the width of a of a human of an ankle. ankle. Yeah, and yeah. Then he's got little hooves down there. Mm-hmm. How do we get here? That's the Dumbo. Um, Dumbo. Yes. Um. Yeah. D- 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 I've seen the movie Dumbo. You haven't. Um. So there's my, that. <laughs> you my a, mom texted me. Um. My mom texted me a few weeks ago. Okay. And um, said, your favorite movie as a child is coming out as a remake. And I, I do remember my favorite movie as and a you child said, being... you said, Rock-a-doodle? Rock-a-doodle. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
no, I, my favorite movie as a child I remember being A Bug's Life. Oh. Um, and I was like, A Bug's Life is coming out as a remake? Yeah, James and Cameron is making it. <laughs> uh, and she said, no, Dumbo. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that was my favorite movie. It was your favorite movie, and, and you thought that Dumbo talked in it. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> apparently. She's like, yeah, you used to love it. And I was like, oh, okay, I probably won't see it. She said, me either. Dumbo gets bullied. And... <laughs> Does Dumbo get bullied? Yeah, in the original one, he gets bullied more. Um, it's not quite as much in this one, but yeah. he gets bullied by his mom's friends, which is what makes it so funny, because <laughs> he's born, and all the other female elephants see him get born, and they're like, your baby sucks. <laughs> your baby, dang. That's in the original, right? Like yes, the- that's the original. He only gets bullied by like humans in this one, which is kind of feels different and not as depressing i guess it's kind of mean right yeah but like i've i make fun of animals that look funny and i don't feel like i'm bullying them like that dog yeah. you sent me a snapchat of it looked like a rat i don't feel like i'm a bully for saying that i mean you're just a bad person i'm a bad bully. person bully no bad person absolutely right for sure so how many circus peanuts out of 5 do you give Ear Baby Dumbo. Ear Baby Dumbo gets three. Good effort. Kind of boring. Um, I think the beginning is really good, and then it uh, gets kind of uninteresting toward the middle and isn't great for the rest of it. But it's fine. I enjoyed it. I don't think I'd care to see it again. Uh, A a party fact that a lot of people will pass around about this movie is that um, Will Smith was originally slated to be in it. Yes. But he passed up on it uh probably wisely and uh took aladdin instead do we think it was a wise decision because i personally to see it i didn't love dumbo but i didn't dislike it and i think dumbo will be a better movie than what aladdin will be but i could be wrong about that you have claimed this i will say that that Uh you you told me probably several months ago that you think that Dumbo will be the best live action Disney remake yet. I I definitely stand by that. Yeah, for sure. Really? I I think you it's still, still true that? currently. I I remember um the the uh, Beauty and the Beast remake um uh, sucked, but yeah, I didn't like it at all. Um I yeah, wasn't either. paying a whole lot of attention when I watched it. I think I watched it like at a friend's house and was only halfway paying attention, but I didn't. Mm. I didn't I, think it was visually appealing at all. Um, Jungle Book. A lot of people like Jungle Book, and I don't want to poo-poo on them. Um, I no, think Dumbo's a little bit like better it. than Jungle Book. Do you okay? What about Lion King, though? I mean, it has I, yet to come out. I don't want to. I just everyone is everyone's opinions are valid, and it might be good, but I just don't. It doesn't look like something I'm gonna enjoy. I'm sorry. That's like one of your favorite movies of all time, though. I love it? it. Yes, I love the original, and I don't want it to be like, like. I'm like a purist that thinks no, you can't ever touch this property because you can't do it right. I just yeah, and too I many, don't. There's not enough white people in this movie. <laughs> yes, that is my opinion that I've gone on the record staying saying. Where's the Jonathan Taylor Thomas? In too this many, line? too many lions. Not even enough humans. Period. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I don't have any interesting takes on it. I've it, everything that I think has been said a million times. I just not am not interested in a live action remake of The Lion King. I'm sorry. The only lion I want to see is if he's voiced by uh well, oh man, what, Matthew Broderick. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The man, the king, 
the man who killed the, a man with his car. The man who killed a man with was his it a vehicle. kid? Did he kill a kid with his car? No, I think it was a man. Okay, it was a man. Um, the but man we who killed a man with his vehicle, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Can we go ahead and state on the record that we're going to cover Aladdin and uh, Lion King? I think we should. Thank you, thank you, because I tried to say that a few weeks ago, and you were like, "Ah, eh, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm a very non-committal person. That's kind of what I, I do. It's my yeah, whole deal. I know. Um, your whole shtick. That's why I'm not married, and you are. That's the only reason. <laughs> That's the only reason. Yeah. Correct. Um, yeah, we'll do both of those. Okay. Thank you. Good. I'm glad that th- uh, we've come to that conclusion. I think launching our podcast in 2018, the year before all of this happens, it would be a mistake not to cover Aladdin and Lion King. Um, yeah. So yeah, because we'll do those that. were only those were like just myths and whispers at mm-hmm. the time that we. Uh, you know, conceive this podcast. And if we had enough self-discipline to do this podcast every other week instead of every other, instead of every, sorry, <laughs> to do it you every it week. The first time. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Then we would be doing Dumbo. But uh, unfortunately, we just get to Life say something about it at the beginning of our Shrek 2 episode, Ooh, which is the, the second one. Shrek movie. I'd say the most handsome Shrek yet. For sure the most handsome Shrek yet. Yeah, I don't even think that's debatable. What do you think about human Shrek? You think he's pretty handsome? Would you give him a kiss on the cheek? Uh, let me list um, handsome Shrek's attributes. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. He's, uh, what what did he say? Um, round button nose. Uh-huh. Curly brown locks. Tight round buttocks. Uh-huh. He is a human. He is a human. He's got uh, white skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, all in all, I'll be com- completely honest with you, Human Shrek's kind of ugly. <laughs> he looks like Human Shrek, doesn't he? Like <laughs> He looks like Human Shrek. I don't think he's ugly. I think he's kind of handsome. He's just a, he's a big boy. <laughs> he's, um... It did kind of okay. This is the first um, iteration of Shrek where we have seen Shrek shirtless in his underwear. Yeah, um, and I uh, did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get your stamp of approval. Did not get my stamp of approval. Uh, Shrek has far more body hair than I would have liked to have believed. Yeah, he has too much. It's it's a crime what they did to what him. If- like when the, he, what if like his actual ogre body was just so smooth? That would be pretty sweet. Um, he's got big <laughs> pink nipples. He would just look like a big slug man. Yeah, well, he is. He is a big and slug he's got man. Big, he's got like slug horns. Slug horn. He's a Harry Potter character. Slug horn. <laughs> I just had to connect those dots real quick. I didn't have a real joke to make. I just wanted Six to say degrees that. Degrees of Harry Potter. <laughs> um. Should we talk about our first impressions of the second Shrek film? So first impressions or like our personal oh, oh, experience? Oh, oh, oh. We, we skipped personal experience. We got to do that, don't we? Yeah. So sorry. After you. Okay, I will go first. Um, I saw Shrek 2 in the Megaplex with Mi Whoa. Familia. Um, I remember seeing it with my dad and both of my siblings, my older brother and my older sister. And I remember enjoying it a lot, being very excited um, from the trailers about this Puss in Boots character, I thought he looked like a lot of fun. And I went and saw the movie, and I enjoyed it a whole lot. I remember walking out of the theater, and uh, I don't remember what my dad and my brother thought, but I remember that my sister thought 
it was bad because it was just making fun of other movies the whole time. And I wish I could go back in time and tell her, just wait till Deadpool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember enjoying yeah. it, though. Um, I don't believe that I saw uh, Shrek 2 in theaters. Okay. Um, I, I think it was uh, bought on a VHS for my family before we, like, went on a road trip. And I, I do remember, like, Wendy's and McDonald's and stuff having, like, Puss in Boots action figures. Yeah. And uh, because I was a child uh, and I wanted to play in the ball pit, we went to McDonald's a lot. And so I remember having some of those toys. But I did not see the movie until probably later on. Probably whenever it came around. It came out in May. Uh, so probably whenever it came out uh, on DVD, which would have been, you know, past summertime. Uh so um so you just told me that you went to McDonald's a lot because you like to play in the ball pit. I'm figuring mm-hmm. these toys were probably Shrek 2 toys at McDonald's for a month probably. They had those toys available yeah. and yeah. um and you said that you had more than one of them. So let's say at minimum 2 which means mm-hmm. that you went to McDonald's with your family and sat down in the restaurant and ate at McDonald's twice in a month, at least. Yes. I It was like a treat to go to McDonald's. Yeah. Um, I, I can remember specifically my dad uh, took my, my sister, brother, and I out to McDonald's. Um, just my dad, and he, he took us, and we you know, got food and he's like, you know, I'm going to get everybody ice cream. And I remember him like going up and getting the ice cream and coming back. And I was like crying and he's like, what's the matter? And I said, are you and mom getting us getting a divorce? (laughs) (laughs) Because he got you ice cream. (laughs) Yeah. Because he was like treating us. (laughs) You just assume that that must be because he's leaving your family. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was like, this is the last time I see my dad. Uh, so it wasn't, but, um, I, I just remember that was my pessimistic brain, my pessimistic lizard brain um, telling me uh, something's up, something's wrong. That's <laughs> very cute. That would be a good short film, I feel like, about young Clint. Yeah, um, yeah. He still, t- my dad still talks about this. That's very funny. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, reveal our ratings of this movie. Um, just okay. as a look back, I gave, I gave Shrek 1 a 7 out of 10, I think, right? And then what yeah, did you and give I also, it? I also gave okay. it a seven. Out of we both gave it a seven, so I'm gonna say one, two, three, and then we're gonna say our rating. Okay. Okay. One, two, three, eight. Six. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I wow. understand that what I've done is Has shocked me crazy, um, and I will remind you if you've been a listener of this show since the beginning. I pulled the same stunt for Spy Kids 1 and 2. I went into it saying Spy Kids 2 is better than Spy Kids 1, and I held on to that claim even after I saw the movies. That is how I felt about these. I didn't want to call it too early, but upon rewatching this movie last night, I said, you know what? I think I do like this one better than the first one. Now, I do want to remind you of history, though, that you later on retroactively change your your spy kids vote i sure did um and i would like like to that could happen with this i think there's a 50 percent chance that that happens with this 
um, you you definitely, I feel like, historically have pulled for the sequels more than the original. That's probably true, and I don't know why that is. I think in this case it has a lot to do with, I just love Puss in Boots. He's great. <laughs> yeah, he he did a lot for this movie. Yes. One thing I... I I will say I'm pro- I'm like a 6.8. So I th- I just about like this one as much as the first one, very close. Um it it felt more realized than the first one, I will say. As, as in like yeah, the tone and the world kind of. Yeah, yeah I think I agree with that. The tone was more even and the world was more um developed. Yeah. Um I think the tone is more even, and I think it does have a little bit more of the annoying referency type jokes, which I think oh, is the only I way in which like, I would say one like every fifteen. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is more of that, and I think that's the only thing I like less about this movie. But everything else, I like a little bit more. Um, this movie, I will say, had more moments that made me laugh out loud. Yes, more me too. than the first one. Um, I did not keep um, track of my lol moments, but I wish I had because there were a bunch of them. I kept track of a few of them, uh, which we can get into that later once we actually okay. talk about the movie itself. Good. Um, but yeah, uh, I I was honestly surprised at how much I liked this movie. He's back, baby. The Green Man is back. And let me let me tell you about Shrek really quick. Oh he, man, this is gonna be good. Shrek tells it like it is. <laughs> He does. He doesn't beat around the bush, does he? Mm-mm. Shrek, Shrek just tells you how it is. He, you, you know exactly what um, he's feeling at mm-hmm. all times, and uh, he's gonna shoot you straight. Uh, uh, you might not always like what the Shrek has to say, but at the end of the day, you're gonna be glad you heard. <laughs> is is that true? <laughs> yeah. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not hoping not to jump the gun too quickly. Um, in our, you know, Shrek saga here, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure uh, Shrek becomes king, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I actually can't remember if he does become king or if he's just about to. Like, I know that's what the third movie's about. I can't remember if he actually does or not. I think he becomes king. I know, like, in it's the promotional not, uh, material. If he does, it's not permanent, for sure. Yeah, because he dies. He's poisoned. <laughs> well, I just know that in Shrek Forever After, he's not the king, but... He's back at the swamp. Yeah. Sorry if you haven't watched Shrek the Third yet, and that was a big spoiler for you. Sorry, Shrek the Third <laughs> came out a while ago. <laughs> it had Justin yeah, Timberlake in it. spoiler point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think... Okay, I'm early early memory of Shrek the Third. Um, he becomes king, and then Justin Timberlake becomes king? Does that sound right? Well, okay. This is what I remember from Shrek the Third. And then after this, we will stop talking about that movie because it's the next episode. But mm-hmm. this is what I remember. He is next in line to become the king because Fiona's father, spoiler alert, does die. Um, yeah, John Cleese dies. In a very funny way, which we'll talk about in the next episode. The very funny scene when he dies. Um, and so Shrek doesn't want to be king and there's this kid named Arthur who's like the true heir or something, but he has to find him so that he doesn't have to become a king. And that's Justin Timberlake. So that's like what the movie's mm. about. Okay. Yeah. Artie. He calls him Artie. Artie, that's right. Yeah, he's a nerd. He's, he's, he's a big he's nerd. He's an effing nerd. He's kind of a 
big nerd. And kind of they like weeb. they got um Justin Timberlake to play him because they're like, who is kind of a big nerd? Uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. They're like, you know what's going to be funny is uh, girls are going to see this movie and be like, ugh, who is that nerd? <gasps> Justin Timberlake. Why wasn't he played by John Heater or something? <laughs> Danny Pudi. Yeah. I don't think Danny Pudi was big back then, but I think John he Heater was. He was like seven years old. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the third one. Yeah. We're still on the Empire Strikes Back of this saga. The best one, maybe. In my opinion, yes, that is true. I will oh, probably eat those words with a fork and knife. A lot of re- online reviews would uh, agree with you, though. Really? That, yes. Okay. Oh, my word, yes. I'm glad to know that I'm not alone in this. You I mean, I feel that way about alone. Toy Story 2 as well. Toy Story 2 is better than the first. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Oh, man, we got to talk Toy Story. <gasps> There's another one of those coming out this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're never going to talk about an old movie this year, are we? Because this year is the year of old movies. Yeah, it really is. Being new movies. This is our (laughs) year. Whoa, I want to write a think piece about what, uh, if you think about it, old movies are becoming new movies. Whoa. Classic film like Toy Story and Shrek. Yeah. Is becoming Shrek the remake. Live action Shrek. Aw, come on, baby. That's what I pitched um, when they announced that Lion King was getting a remake. I said, "John Favreau, why don't you do Shrek instead with mocap?" You know who? You know who would play live action Shrek? Um, John Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. You know he he kind of looks. I would like want Shrek. um, what's his name? Bobby Moynihan. Is that his name? Bobby Moynihan from SNL. Yeah, he'd be a good Shrek. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. Mike yeah. Myers could probably play him. He probably could. Eddie Murphy would still be good as uh, Donkey, although they'd probably choose like Kevin Hart, or right? Something. Yeah. yeah, they would. They would get Kevin Hart. And who who is like the current Mike Myers right now? Is there one? The <laughs> Seth Rogen. Mike Myers. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he could be Seth Rogen. John Mulaney. As Shrek. Yeah. Are you out of no, your mind? <laughs> John Mulaney. He would be would Pinocchio. Be Pinocchio, yeah. Oh man! All right. Well, yeah. We need we need to take a quick break, but we will talk more about Shrek Two in just a moment. Join us now for the third and final installment of the quest. Our heroes now are at the Earthquake the Ride headquarters in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. They have finally arrived and are ready to hopefully find the man who killed the sheriff. We join them in front of a strip mall. Well, you go get us some tickets while I use the restroom. All right. Do you have any um, uh, parcels? Sure. Here's, here you go. Here's some parcels. <laughs> okay. I guess that's what you pay for around here. Um, can I help you? Howdy, little young lady. I'll take two earthquakes, please. <laughs> That's so funny. You are so cute. Well, how you can be my granddaughter. You want to see some pictures? <laughs> 
Sure. All right, I'm back from the bathroom. You want to get on the ride now? Uh, you might want to go on ahead. I'm trying to mack on this sweet honey here. <laughs> well, I really think we need to try out this ride before we decide if they should be a good sponsor for us. All right. Don't wait long for me, uh, toots. <laughs> I think she wants me. All right. We're here. Let's get buckled in to our chairs. Are these just lawn chairs nailed to the floor? Welcome to Earthquake the Ride. Do you have a ticket? Is that a snake over there? Yeah, it's a snake. It's in a cage. So what is please, it? sit down in this lawn chair. Okay. Ew, there's something in my seat. Mine's covered in honey. Yeah, strap in. All right, uh, here we go. Okay. Keep both your arms and hands inside the ride at all times. Okay. Okay. Is it going to start uh, moving or something? Any, re any request on music? Uh, I like Imagine Dragons. Okay. Radioactive it is. Radioactive. Radioactive. Oh. Hey, this ride, it, I don't feel too safe on it, do you, Sheriff? No, not at all. Do y'all have seatbelts or anything? There's just a little rope in my chair. Wait, is that a gorilla? Wait, what's that on the ground? It's the Sheriff. The Sheriff? The original Sheriff. Oh, you mean the guy that killed the Sheriff? Yeah, yeah. yeah That's the guy, the guy that we've been him. looking for. Hey, do you work for Earthquake the Ride? I am not affiliated with Earthquake the Ride. Oh, well then why did you kill the sheriff? Uh, he owed me money. Oh, well. Did you just hear a cable snap? I'm floating up into the sky, and I can see my body down there. It's just like that Buster Scruggs movie. I I somehow became uglier as an angel. <laughs> oh no, that girl at the ticket counter is not going to think you're cute anymore. Hey baby, do you think that I'm still hot stuff? <laughs> Whoa, she just heard you as a ghost. I guess I'm going to go haunt her. Well, I don't think that Earthquake the Ride would be a good sponsor for us to see as that, seeing as it killed us. Probably not. Uh, we should probably just go on to heaven now. But at least we learned a valuable lesson. Never flirt with younger women. That has been the third and final installment of The Quest. Tune in now to our regularly scheduled programming. Alright, Clint, we need to get a 10,000 foot view of this movie, but the only way we're going to be able to get high enough is with this crazy plan that I cooked up, and we're going to need a lot of flour for it. Uh, oh, oh, I see. Do you still know the Muffin Man? I do still know the Muffin Man. Uh, 
You want to Mongo it? <laughs> uh, uh, we gotta we okay, okay. We gotta make a giant gingerbread man, and we gonna we're gonna need a really big oven for this. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a lot of leftover ginger because okay. Well, the we last a- movie had a, a dragon. They rode on a dragon into the to the climax, so we need <laughs> something like that. And people liked the gingerbread man for the first one, so so I think that we should just do a big version of him. <laughs> Father. <laughs> it's alive! What did he say as he was drowning? <laughs> big boy. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, isn't that E.T.? Yeah, or, yeah. I'll it's be E.T. right here. Be good. <laughs> oh, man. A lot anyway, of references in this movie. I, but I know. It's like Deadpool. It is a lot like Deadpool in a lot of ways. Okay, so we're on this giant gingerbread man. Clint, can you uh, describe what you see? Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, um, Shrek and Fiona uh, are married now. They go on their honeymoon. There's a, a cute little montage that I absolutely loved. Yep, me too. Of them, yep, of them uh, kind of get showing their, their honeymoon and what their life's going to be like now. And then they go home. Uh, Donkey has been house sitting for them, and um, come to find out, uh, the the print, the king and the queen, Fiona's parents, uh, want to meet Shrek, and um, want to kind of adopt them into the royal family more or less, and make him royal, because uh, he would be a prince at that point if they kind of give their blessing. I suppose is how it works. Well, um, I think they probably assume he already was a prince because it's the, yeah, that's yeah. true. Because they they yeah they they did just kind of assume that a prince would rescue their which daughter. is why I think they were probably okay with not being invited to her wedding because they were yeah. just like oh it was for a, it was a royal wedding for another kingdom we weren't invited yeah probably a kingdom that we're warring with or something right probably um but yeah they they uh basically the whole crux of it is that uh shrek is afraid that fiona's parents are going to judge him for being ugly and surprised uh they do so they show up at the kingdom and uh the king does not like that his daughter has married an ugly man and so he tries to get him killed by antonio banderas as puts in boots who is one of the best characters that has come out of this movie maybe one of the Um, best characters yeah Maybe. Yeah, that's that's one argument. Yeah. Um and uh through their struggles and through their strife Shrek, Shrek becomes handsome and uh so Fiona becomes handsome as well. Well, and, how? Uh, Cuz there's another well, character in this story. Oh yeah, she's pretty uh, important. The, yeah, the uh fairy godmother who is evil. She's the bad guy in this movie. Um she she wants Shrek, or she wants Fiona to marry her son, Prince Charming, so that he will become king, and she'll become a queen mother at that point, I think is how it works. Yes, queen mother. Um, which is kind of true. That's how kind of it works. Um, and then uh, Sh- Shrek becomes handsome, and uh, Prince Charming uh, pretends to be Shrek, and then almost uh, marries Fiona. And then Shrek comes in and says, no, thank you. And then they become ogres again. And then the the king becomes a frog. The end. Well, the king was a frog all along, and which reveals that his hatred of Shrek was really a hatred of himself and his own story and experience. Mm. Which Very is tricky. seems like an arbitrary thing to bring up, but like that's why I like this movie so much. I think that's a great reveal. I love that. 
that he was a frog. The I whole love time. that he's a frog, and I love that his hatred of Shrek the whole time is explained in that moment because you're like, because he's like, he got the fairy tale ending that a lot of people thought the first one would get, where he started out ugly and he kissed a pretty girl and they were both pretty, but it doesn't stay that way, and so like, like this movie is like the logical next chapter to the last one because the last one is like a twist on the fairy tale trope of like pretty people getting together and this one is about like how does the rest of the world respond to that i think it's a great movie it yeah i mean it really is a very very funny very good very funny uh, very funny movie um not as like heartfelt i guess as the first one the first one had a lot of like really uh, heavy emotional beats to it. Um, this one not so much, but I, I don't, don't think know. that was. Tri- I don't think that was trying to honestly. I don't know. I think that it gets just as heartfelt as the first one. Um, I'm. I'm I don't know. I'm. I'm kind of hard. I, I'm. I, I disagree. But I'll fight you. Okay, let's fight then. Um. So we we talked earlier and teased earlier about kind of our laugh moments that we had in this movie mm-hmm. i think the hardest moment that i laughed was um when handsome shrek was being arrested from uh knights instead of cops yes the tv show uh, hilarious that whole segment was really funny reference and yes like the the uh the instead of pepper spray they just held a pepper grinder <laughs> over his face that is very funny uh <laughs> Uh, that yeah, that whole scene, the Mission Impossible thing, when when Pinocchio is rescuing him, very funny, and he gets um, tangled up. Which yeah, I, the, I'm, yeah, I'm like, yeah, and the I really really like the whole final showdown. It's like it gives oh, me chills. Yes. <laughs> the um, I need a hero. The, I need a hero while they're riding on this giant gingerbread man through the city. Um, I think the the first one is good. You know, I like the first one, but. It doesn't. It reaches an emotional climax, but like the the whole climactic showdown in the first one is just like him running in and interrupting the wedding. Like that's all there is. I felt like there mm-hmm. was something missing at the end of the first one. I don't know why, but this the, one the scope, has it scope, all. <laughs> yeah, the scope of the ending of this one was more grand and more spectacular than the first one. Mm-hmm. This one was, I think, more of a musical than the first one was, in my opinion. Uh, it does have two songs. <laughs> this was nominated for an Academy Award for like, Best Original Song, if I'm not mistaken. What is the original song? Uh, let me find it really quick. Is it the, the song that the fairy godmother sings to like Fiona? Like she's... Uh, it was nominated best achievement in music written for emotional picture. A- a- accidentally in love was written for this movie. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I uh, which no is idea. a great, great, great song. Love it. Wonderful it, song. Yeah. It's funny because I knew that it was nominated for best original song, but I didn't know for what song. I would have assumed that it was something that the fairy godmother sang. Well, she only um, sings one original song, and it's that one that she sings to Fiona, which is fine. It's a fun song, but it's just like kind of a, a spoof of like Disney movie songs, you know? Yeah, exactly. But as I was listening to Accidentally in Love, it was like, wow, this song fits perfectly for this movie. Good job on them for finding it. But it's like, no, it was, it was written for the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That knowledge was in my brain somewhere, but I had forgotten about it until you said it. I, I had no idea. Um, um, 
Love I, it. I, love I, that I, song. Love that montage. Like you said, it's great. Yeah. The lady that played uh, Fairy Godmother, Jennifer fantastic. Saunders. She's so Saunders. good. Yep. Very, 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 very good. Has a has a great voice. So, you know, good, good for her. Um, yeah, I think Shrek one and two both have the strength that they have great performances by their villains. Um, mm-hmm. The third one, Prince Charming, which is like the secondary villain of this one, is kind of the the main villain, and he is not like I remember that being not as good, but it's fine, you know. But Prince yeah. Charming is the main villain in the third one. Yep, really? that's why I called it the Prince Charming trilogy. I had no idea that he was in the third one. Interesting. Yeah, he's the main villain, which is like, he's not, like, we've already experienced his whole deal in the second one. I feel like we got all we needed of him, so it's kind of annoying in the third one, but whatever. Interesting. We've already talked too much about Shrek 3 in our Shrek 2 episode. That's very true. Um, John Cleese, I believe, mm-hmm. does a very good voice performance in this. John yes, Cleese he's excellent. And uh, Julie, Andrews Julie Andrews is not in this movie that much. She's not. She's a very minor role. She is in it more than she's in Aquaman, but <laughs> very true. Um, um she's she, good. Uh, she's probably like if you look at um, acclaim of all of these characters, probably the most famous actress on there. Probably. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's won an Academy <laughs> Award. She's you know a legend. So um, fight me. I, I kind of want to go through all the voice actors and just like say what we think of their performances. We've already talked okay. about a bunch of the good ones. Uh, Mike Myers, okay, I how do, do you ha- feel I about I do have him? some opinion. Okay, I was about to say I have an opinion on Mike Myers. Yeah. I think for the most part he phoned it in for this one. Really? I don't think so. I think he's good. I, there was it, it seemed like the animation was animated before. I mean, I know typically they'll do this, but like animated before he recorded and was he was animated to be far more expressive than he really was. Well, that's not and, typically. I mean, it's storyboarded before they record it, which right. maybe, I don't know. Um but he, he seemed just more um more low key than the first one. He's more low key. He's more low key than the first one. Uh maybe, I don't know. I didn't really notice that. I don't think he's um the standout performance by any means, but I think he's good as Shrek. Yeah, this this was Probably while it was a Shrek movie, this was more of an ensemble movie, I think, than the first one was. Yeah, more than the first one. I mean, you even get more of the the minor fairy tale creatures in this one than we got yeah, in the first which, one, which were really funny. Yes, all the moments with the fairy tale creatures. Were I love really Genji funny. so much. Genji is fantastic. He's my best friend. This has um, far more Pinocchio than the first one, which is hilarious. Love Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Is a hilarious, hilarious character. Love the three pigs. Love the three blind mice. Love the big bad wolf. Love them all. They're great. Love them all. They're just a great trio. And um, uh, it's funny because I mean, they're pretty major. There's more than three of them. They're pretty major characters um, in, the, uh, in, in the musical. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have. This one. Yeah, they are like the ensemble of the musical. Like, there's like three songs that are just that group of fairy tale creatures, and they're all so good. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of like the Greek chorus. It's so good. Um, Story of my life. I love that song. Uh, I have some opinions about the musical, but um, you know. Well, just in case we ever do a, an episode on that, a Patreon can... episode, I'll save them for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, let's move through the characters now. Okay, um, Fiona, Cameron what do you think? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, about the same as the first one, you know. I think out, really. she phoned it in. Um, 
I don't think like she's it. as good as she is in the first one. And I don't think she's incredible in the first one. I think she's fine. I just did not feel like <laughs> she really cared in this movie. There was a lot less Fiona, you know, kind of in the middle section than the first one, obviously. Um, uh, yeah. The beginning had a lot, but the the middle was, you know, hard, it's hard to think of moments that she was in it. Okay. Um, Eddie Murphy. Uh, good. Really good. Very good. I love that we get to see a little bit of a different side of Donkey, that he is the one who's getting annoyed this time with Puss in Boots. I think yep. Eddie Murphy does that very well while still seeming like the donkey from the first one. Um, I, he's still I think very funny. that they, they kind of, um, it, the way it appeared at least, and I could be totally wrong, is that Eddie Murphy seemed more uh, free in what he could do, you know? Yeah. A lo- it seemed more um, off the cuff than the original one. Uh, well, I think the first one feels really off the cuff too, which is why that performance works so well for me this, this one fell off the cuff but like on caffeine yeah um i love donkey, one of my favorite pro donkey. was like they kept pulling on my tail and they kept hitting me with stick and yelling pinata pinata <laughs> yes that's very good um my boy antonio banderas mm-hmm. is boots. incredible i love him he's so good in this movie so fun just just a uh, such a good character and the perfect casting choice, honestly. Yes. The perfect casting I choice. I mean... You are you are a cat person. I'm a cat so. person. And, uh, well, what one thing I like really well about the character of Puss in Boots, uh, and we'll get back to talking about his performance specifically, but I want to say this now. Um, I think it's really... I think his character really works because, one, he does that thing where he makes... Donkey, the one who's getting annoyed with a side character this time, and Shre- I think it's so funny that Shrek immediately warms up to him and loves him because it makes so much sense that Shrek would be a cat person. Like, of course, Shrek is a cat person. <laughs> he hates Fiona's dog. Um, yeah. I love that he loves Puss and Boots. It's so funny. Um, and then it's just funny that like I don't really know the the story of Puss and Boots. I remember looking it up at some point. He's not like a Zorro character. <laughs> like, no, it's very funny but... that that's what they did with his character. I mean, Antonio Banderas was Zorro, and yeah. you know they even did like the carve the pea in the tree with yeah. his uh, saber. Um, I mean, yeah, Dad Gummit. <laughs> <laughs> he heard me talking about how Shrek hates dogs. Yeah, that was that dumb uh, that ball that I was talking about that makes noise. Oh, uh, but yeah, I don't think in the original nursery rhyme, Puss in Boots is like a you know a swashbuckler. No, he's means. not. Um, and. I, Which is great. I love it. No, it's perfect. It's fantastic. Um, I just love Puss in Boots. I think he's wonderful. I said it um, a long time ago in a tweet before we ever had even thought of doing this podcast. Puss in Boots is the Lando Calrissian of the series. He's a character that's oh, yeah. introduced in the second installment who is kind of starts out as, as a villain but quickly becomes their friend and is a beloved character. Um, yeah, which I but he for- doesn't wear like Shrek's clothes at the end of it. You yes, know? Um, and I remember, um, I remembered the, you know, I I remember that he started out as a villain because he's you know like a mercenary hired by Fiona's dad. Um, right. For some reason, I forgot that he just immediately becomes their friend. I thought there was like some third act reveal where it's like, wait, you betrayed us? And then he's like, no, but I want to be your friend now. But that doesn't happen it, at all. He encounters them. Quick. And they and he goes, eh, I think I'll just be your friend instead. 
It's yeah, the best. what was his what was his turning point? What was the axis of his his turning? I really don't even remember. And you know what's funny is that uh, when I finished the movie, I couldn't remember what made him turn, and so I rewatched that scene, and now I can't even <laughs> remember. Can't remember. Again. It's something it very like, simple. Was Shrek like about to stomp him or something? Yeah, I think it's something like that. Like he was at the mercy of Shrek, and he's so he just is like, "Oh, I got bested." Now I am yeah. eternally loyal to you, because he like yeah. tries to repay his debt to him at the end, you know. Yeah, he's like you. You spared my life, and now I must save yours. Yeah, so he's very noble. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, you know, Puss in Boots talks about it several times. He has a family, so like, yes, he does. <laughs> That's true. Uh, which we've never seen Puss in Boots, or at least I haven't. So maybe we'll learn about his family in that if we ever do an episode on it. I saw Puss in Boots on a date. <laughs> Don't tell me anything about it because I okay, want to watch it someday. Now that I have remembered my love for this character, um, I am going to watch it at some point. Zach Galifianakis is in it. I will say that. Much. Oh, he's Humpty Dumpty, isn't he? He is Humpty Dumpty. Yes, that's funny correct. in itself. It is. You are exactly right. Those words uh, that you said to me, Zach Galifianakis is Humpty Dumpty, is, Humpty Dumpty. is funny. <laughs> that is a funny phrase. I don't know if it's funny in practice, but. It's funny in my uh, brain right now. So moving on with characters. Yeah, anyone um, else? Charming? Uh, charming. Okay. He was, you know, very, he was okay. Um, I, I do like, Rupert I do Everett. like that he was, yeah. I like the fact that he was just kind of a child and, you know, wanted to get his way through his mother. Yeah, I like him. He's he's a brat. Um, That's why I don't think it works entirely when they try to make him the, the full on villain of the second one. Yeah. He's funny because he's just a brat that's. Um, and that kind his of mommy dumb. is doing all the work, you know. Yeah, he's an idiot. Um, uh, I, I will say probably the best performance is the fairy godmother. That's yes, just my opinion. I, I mean, agree. A hundred percent. Antonio Banderas and Jennifer Saunders are both fantastic. I think that's all yeah. the main ones. Um, they're very good. Um, what? Let's talk about animation. How did you think I, the animation compared in this one? I thought that it was a lot better than the first one. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the first one was not necessarily people focused they had humanoid characters in shrek and fiona uh-huh. um but th- this one was like almost exclusively people focused like i mean shrek turns into a person yeah um well but also fiona's like a person for most of the first one you know correct correct but i mean you know the end of it she wasn't yeah and the beginning of this one she was not either but then she turns back into a person mm-hmm. and I think that obviously they had uh, advanced in their abilities, and it shows. See, I I think it's a little bit better. I was expecting it to be more better. <laughs> I do think I it's too. a little better. Um, I think it's very interesting. I feel like the colors are generally much brighter in this one, which feels like yeah. it was just an intentional choice. Like the first one, whenever they're walking through the wilderness, any like grass is just like kind of a pale brownish green, you know. All the trees are realistic green when they're in the forest in this one. It's like a rich, luscious green. And even Shrek, I think, is like a brighter shade of green. He in this is. One. He's less he, sickly he, looking. Yeah. He and Fiona. Well, I mean, you could probably attribute that to him being happier and having a better life. But that's that's certainly a read that you could it's a take read from of it. it. <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, it, it definitely looked like the the budget was a little higher on the as far yeah. as. Uh, you know, the paintbrush and the color palette available. Yeah, I think it's a little bit better. I don't... 
it, it's not distractingly bad to me. I think it's fine. Um, yeah, the first one was at the point where it was distractingly bad. I think at times. Yes, I agree with that. Um, by today's standards. Oh, I just want to say that dinner scene toward the beginning is very very, very funny. A great scene. Very good. Um, yeah, I mean, it has the. There's a lot of meme moments in it. I feel like meme. Yeah, meme moments. Oh, like uh, everybody saying their names and then Donkey goes, Donkey! Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a Great meme moment. moment. Yeah. Um, the soundtrack. Like, there's the score, which is largely the same as the first one. It's a great score. Um, mm-hmm. But then there's the needle drops that are throughout it. I really yeah. like this uh, this tone that they just decided to go with that it's just like moody alt-rock songs <laughs> that they're going to do for I the Shrek movies. I absolutely agree. I love the songs that are in it. I, They're I, weird. I, mean, I, said it, I said it at the kind of at the top of the episode, but this movie felt tonally more realized than the first one did. Yes, yeah, I think so too. I think they they figured out like what worked with the first one and just kind of leaned into it a little bit more. Um, yeah, like I can't remember what the song is that plays at sort of the break into Act Two, where Shrek is sad because he realized because he and Fiona had that fight. Um, but it's just like this moody, like kind of grungy rock song, and like Hallelujah. Just, it's not Hallelujah, <laughs> but it's like just imagine like a modern animated movie having a a moment like that. Like a song like that would not play. That would never happen. It would be like a Megan Trainer song or something. <laughs> like that would never happen today. Talking about Daryl Sabara. Daryl Sabara's <laughs> lovely fiance, Megan Trainer. Wife. Oh yeah, wife. Oh my goodness, yeah. did you see we that press at, release? We were at the wedding. What? Did you see that press release about her new album? Uh, yes. It's crazy. Anyway. Hilarious. Uh, uh, Daryl Sabara was in an episode of House that Chandler and I watched recently. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Hmm. This was uh, right after Spike Kids 2. <laughs> uh, I really like the, the union bit when they go to the fairy godmother's like factory and they pretend yes. to be in the union. <laughs> That's very funny. That that was written for adults. I mean, yes. kids wouldn't have gotten. That, I didn't get uh, it as a kid. I got it yeah. for the first time last night. Um, yeah, like that's why well, they let him uh, sneak we're in. With the, we're with the union of fairy tale creatures, both evil and benign. <laughs> and he's like, we don't even have dental. Uh, like, don't have but like, that, I love that. I think that's a great way of them getting in because it. <laughs> it's such an adult. It, it it's such a weird dose of reality. <laughs> yeah, um, I think. That there's a lot of scenes in the movie that you can tell are just like okay, we got to have this version of that scene from the first one. Like this was the you know the scene where he's at Duloc and he like fights with all the people in the castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they replace that with like that little factory shenanigans scene where they're spilling all yeah. the potions and stuff. Um, which which is uh, fine. my theory is my fe- my theory is you know like the little helper men that uh-huh. were around there. Yeah, that's how uh, DreamWorks came up with minions. That's my theory. Why? <laughs> they looked just like minions. Did they? I didn't notice yeah. that. Well, if so, they slipped on that idea for a few years. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that's that's just my running theory. Wait a second. That's... Minions aren't DreamWorks, you maniac. <laughs> what, are they not? Oh, no. they're Illumination. You crazy they... person. Uh, Darn. But maybe okay, an animator. No. Just to support your dumb, bad theory... Maybe there was an animator that went over to Illumination, and you uh, know that I like, um, you know, weird theories. theories. Yeah, it makes me angry. You, I know because I come up with some really bad ones. 
you don't come up with them. You watch them in YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you spout them out <laughs> like a little parrot. That's very true. I'm sorry. I'm roasting you a little bit too much. I love you, Clint. You know that. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Um, Despicable Me and Minions is owned by Universal. So, um, uh, Universal does not own DreamWorks, do they? They, yeah, they do. Future Eli here. They do own them. They bought them in 2016. Now it's wrong. It doesn't matter. None of this matters. <laughs> None of it matters. We're talking I'll, about me. I'll no. look at how wrong we are about this later and decide if we need to cut this out. <laughs> Fair enough. Don't don't cut it out. Um, but anyway, Human Shrek, we talked about him. Very handsome. I think he's pretty handsome. You said he's ugly. Yeah, I mean, he's he's okay. Um, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, kiss him. You wouldn't kiss but... him. You wouldn't give him a nice little kiss on the cheek. I would. I would say Donkey as a horse is kind of weird looking. Yeah, because he still ha- looks a little bit like the donkey in the He's face still area. Looking, yeah. Um, I think that I, if I remember correctly, they did not use um, human Shrek and horse donkey as marketing for this movie. The hook was like Shrek's so got to meet Fiona's parents, and that was like a reveal that like. We went into the movie and was like, "Wait, Shrek's a human!" Like, I don't think that was in the trailers at all. <laughs> no, I I think it was more of a fish out of water story as what it was built yes. for. Uh, uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, originally I can't remember, but that's my uh, running knowledge of it. Yes, I'm pretty sure that was the case, and so everyone was kind of surprised when Human Shrek, which uh, was in the movie, which maybe was a good decision because, like, if I had seen Human Shrek in the trailer, I would have been like, "No, thank you. I am going yeah. to see Shrek." for ogre shrek <laughs> <laughs> i will use the bathroom in the middle section of this movie mm-hmm. um it i just think it's a good story like i think it's tackling a lot of the issues that the first one is but it's exploring the question of like how much you should expect a loved one to change for you like that's the whole deal with with shrek and fiona's story and this one and it just seems like a logical second chapter to this movie it I is think a, it's a great it sequel. is a very um a very uh what, what, what organic yes uh sequel to this it feels like the right move story-wise and that's why i, I think it's better because i think it's funnier i think it's uh i think it's a little bit better written i don't know yeah, i just it, it seems uh, it's a lot smarter uh like i said in the first one what really really worked for me uh, in the first was were the uh, the spoof moments, and I think spoof writing, uh, while a lot of it is portrayed as dumb, does require a lot of intelligence to get there. And this movie uh, kind of showed off the uh, the spoof writing in it. You know, well, some of it does, and I I think that this is a classic case of like it was doing a thing that at the time was kind of res- revolutionary like there were not a lot of kids animated movies doing this at the time but then you know kind of like how the dark knight came out and then every superhero had to be dark and gritty, gritty. and it like but the dark knight is a great movie but it spawned a lot of bad movies trying to imitate it i think kind of shrek or you know just shrek as an entity sort of did the same thing because there's a lot of yeah. other properties that are like oh people like rude and referency and <laughs> like uh but i think it works in shrek i think it overdoes it a little bit in this one but not too much to where i like dislike it i mean yeah i i've told you before that like my favorite 
type of humor is like parody and spoof. So it, it just it worked. It worked. And that is not my favorite type of humor, but it's fine. I I don't think it's bad. I just I get a little bit tired of it sometimes, which is it, it, it's weird that yeah. I like this one more than the first one, and and you don't because you would think that I would find that annoying. Um, and maybe I will just completely, you know, like I said, eat my words. Maybe I will put my words into a blender and blend them into a smoothie and drink them in a couple of weeks as I think about these movies more. But I don't know. Go I enjoyed ahead. it more. Sorry. Well, so uh, how, ma- how many ogres do you give this one out of five? Um, I mean, <laughs> what are we doing here? I already gave it eight out of ten. Oh, yeah. So, so four out of five. Four ogres. <laughs> Um, I wish that letterboxed what you were able to like personalize your rating instead of like a, a star in this no. one. It's an ogre, you know, let's ride them. I don't want that. <laughs> that would be bad. All in all, I just love that the first movie has the audacity to end with the princess staying an ogre forever. Like that was, that was what we liked about the first one was it was kind of an important uh, movie for you know, fairy tales in general, where it kind of goes against the normal tropes of fairy tales. And I love that this one has the audacity to end with this woman, uh, this older woman who has been happily married to her human husband <laughs> for decades. Unbeknownst and he her. becomes a frog permanently. Yeah. And that is just so good. I love it. And uh, she stays married to him. yeah yeah she's she's cool with it like she still likes him as a frog i feel like she maybe maybe even likes him better yeah um, i mean there were there were moments where harold is his name which i love that mm-hmm. harold king harold um she got kind of annoyed with him and now it was kind of like his you, you know the, the what was making him angry has kind of been lifted away from him and now her the the man, the part of him that she loved the most is all that she can see now. Yeah. Yes. So and in a way, kind of beautiful. I just love. I like. I think his arc is so good, King Harold. It's because he. I believe that he loves his daughter and wants what's best for her, and is completely misguided at the beginning. But you know, his transition to like understanding that the thing that he hates about Shrek is really just him hating himself, and then like the final nail in the coffin that makes him have a change of heart is like him his happily ever after being reversed and him being like maybe this is not how it has to be i just think it's very good okay i will say his uh realization of you know his daughter's happiness above his own uh you know whenever he's confronting fairy godmother and Mm -hmm. prince charming and like the layer or whatever Mm -hmm. uh was very realistic you know he's just like ah you know, maybe not. Let's let's just let's just leave things how it is. Let's leave well enough alone. How about that? Well, you that's know? why I pushed back against when you said that this didn't have as as much. It wasn't as heartfelt because I think his story in this movie resonates with me a lot. Oh, well, it's less know. of a Shrek and Fiona movie and more. It's all about this frog man. Because he's frog a family man. guy. He's he's a family guy. You're a bit of a family guy. Um, so that is Shrek 2. Um, but I am wondering, Clint, do you have any hot takes for me? Do I? Yes, I have three hot takes for you. We haven't Hooray! Done this bit. We haven't done this bit in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so just to remind you, this is when we go on to IMDb and or Amazon. Uh, no Amazon today. And just look up user reviews for this movie. 
So I have three today. Um, this first one, uh, I think that they were trying to be a silly boy, but it still came across as pretty funny. Um, uh, this one comes from... I don't like it when people uh, try to be funny. This one comes from Venus, uh, and uh, they gave it a 10 out of 10, and they say, proof that God has to be real. And uh, <laughs> the review says, one of the greatest treasures humanity has come across, breathtaking, imaginary, intelligent dialogue, and well-thought-out characters. All very true. A tale of betray- be- of bravery, betrayal, murder, and redemption. Shrek as a character is directly influenced by Jesus Christ. He is willing... <laughs> <laughs> he is willing to take on all the weight on his shoulders to make... Wait. To make save the world from trouble. Hmm. Shrek 2 is a great movie for, uh, for family and drinking buddies alike. The Pixels of My Generation. Shrek 2 is a gift sent by God to reward, us, to reward us for keeping faith. Checkmate atheists. I am not r- going to give this person any more of my laughs because I feel <laughs> like they're being a little bit too flippant about the movie Shrek 2, which is actually very good. <laughs> it is. Uh, so this next review comes from uh, Ladulaser. Ladulaser gives it a 10 out of 10. And uh, just the review says, I'd say... It's better than most anime. <laughs> uh, I might agree with most that. Most I haven't anime. seen most anime. Yeah, it is uh, better than most anime. It's one of my favorite animes. Uh, the The next one um, set is a 10 out of 10 uh, from D.R. Br- Dr. Brenner. Okay. Um, and they say, the best animation film, period. Um, and the review says the reason for this being the best animation film is because the writers got so many comedians and Golden Globe and mm. Oscar winners like Eddie Myers, Mike <laughs> Murphy. Okay, I'm not now they're being Eddie. funny. No, they, it, it was just that mistake. Eddie Myers, Mike Murphy, John Cleese, Rupert Everett, Antonio Banderas, Cameron Diaz, and Julie Andrews. The movie has a great meaning to the meaning. Wait. To it, the meaning was, looks don't change love. Of course, this movie was definitely one of the funniest I've seen in my life. The comedy was great, and it made sense. (laughs) (laughs) Almost every scene, the crown was on its... The crown was on its feet laughing. What? The crown? Hold on. Wait a minute. I think I had a stroke. (laughs) Almost every scene... The crown was on its feet laughing. I think this person is sincere. I think they really made the mistake of saying Eddie Myers and Mike Murphy. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) After seeing the movie, I thought to myself, every American comedy needs a Spanish guy. And it's even even funnier when that Spanish guy is a cat. Overall, Uh... this is why I think it's the greatest animation film Ever, I give this 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Well, I agree. Um, <coughs> it's a good movie. Is it the greatest animation film? It's not the greatest animation film, but it's good, and I like it. It's up there. And I respect it. Um, but let's decide if it is going to make it through our gauntlet of three questions. Um, this is yeah. what we use to determine the value of every movie that we talk about on this show. So I think what we've really decided is that 
if it, uh, you know, there's three questions, so we each give it a yes or a no. If it, so it's, you know, it gets a rating from zero to six. What is the monetary, <laughs> monetary, numerical value of that? How many does it have to get to be able to go up in a rafters? Is it four uh, it or has more? To, yeah, four or more. It has to go in the rafters. Uh, and then two or less, and it goes to hell. Yeah. And then, and then just anything kind of in the middle between. is just, we don't care. Um, Correct. Okay. So is this good for kids? Yes. Yes. I loved it as a kid. Yes. Is it I good? would say it's, it's more, um, probably more for older kids, but you no, know, it's me. Yes. I'm trying to figure out how old I was. Let's see. 2004, I would have been... Um, fifth, fifth grade. 12. Yeah. Um, so I would have been 11 years old. Yeah. Um, I liked it a lot. I think it was aimed right at me age-wise. Well, really, I mean, there are a lot of jokes that I got, you know, for the first time last night. Not a lot. Yeah, just a couple. Same. Um, is it good for adults? Yeah, yes. I would say it is. For sure. In, in in some sense, maybe even more than the first. Um, maybe. In some sense. Yeah. Just in the sense that you think there's more jokes that are aimed towards adults. I would say the the humor is more rapid fire, mm-hmm. which I feel like appeals more towards adults than it does kids. And I think the core emotional arc of the story is, you know, there is certainly an emotional arc going on with Shrek and his love for Fiona and his willingness to change for her. But mm-hmm. I still feel like the the one that really got to me was um, the king's arc, and that really did not hit yeah. me as much as a kid. I feel like that's going to resonate more with adults. So, yeah. yes, it's good for adults. Got a yep. four, uh, four for four so far. Uh, and uh, does, does it, it stand the purely nostalgia test of time? Yes. Yes. Very much so. Hoist it up there. Hoist it on up, uh, along with Shrek 1 as well. Yeah. Shrek 1 got uh, six out of six, and Shrek 2 is right up there with an equally as large but a little more handsome jersey. <laughs> and a little bit brighter green. <laughs> a little bit better brighter animated, green. But just yeah, slightly. A little bit better animated. Uh, it's right up there with it. So, hooray. Um, I, I would like to... We don't normally do this, but I want to predict. Do you think Shrek the Third will make it Ooh. into the rafters? I'm going to say... We haven't rewatched it yet. I'm going to say it's going to walk. Just walk. Walk? You think it's... Yeah. Well, Oh, I think it's going to be middle ground and just walk. Yeah, I definitely don't think it will go to hell. Um, I don't know. Shrek 4 will go to hell. I can already say it. I don't know. Will it? I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Shrek 4? We're only talking about 1 through 3. But are we? Yeah. Announcement. (laughs) We we decided. We juked. Well, we really only wanted to do the first three Shrek movies because... We got burnt out on Spy Kids when that happened, and it yeah. was five movies, including Sharkboy and Lava Girl, plus a Spy Kids TV show. So it was six episodes, which every other week that is twelve weeks of Spy Kids. It was That's just a lot. A of lot Spy Kids. And we were worried that would happen with Shrek, but honestly, we're st- we're still having a good time, and we're only on the second one. I think we can handle two still more. Still rocking and rolling. Yeah. So um, we're gonna go ahead and do Shrek one through four. Um, not going to talk about, was there a fifth one? Not yet. Not yet. Nope. It's coming though. 
I, I think there will be a fifth one. Um, you really think so? Let me look. I'm going to go on Mike Myers IMDb right now and see if it's slated in the near future. I mean, it. there has been an IMDb page for it at some point, but there was also an IMDb, IMDb page for the Spy of the Dragon movie that never happened that broke my heart. Yeah. So, who, who was supposed to be in that? Um, I don't know, but there was one of the Spyro games where Elijah Wood was the voice of Spyro. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Which is awesome. Um, uh, yeah, oh my goodness. Mike Myers, Mike Myers is not slated for uh, Shrek 5. I am looking at an IMDb page for Shrek 5 colon Donkey Face Killer. What? <laughs> but it says 2012. Donkey feels trapped by Shrek and his wife, so he murders Shrek's kids and his wife, and now uh-huh. it's Shrek v. It's Shrek versus the Donkey Face Killer. I don't know if this is like a fake thing or if this was actually like a real parody of Shrek that happened. I think it's a real parody of, of something. Let's find it. Because it has... It has like a director listed in a in a cast, which is three people. So, who's who's in the cast? <laughs> the the cast is no one you've ever heard of. But let me list the character titles. Okay. Uh, and remember, this is called Shrek Five: Colon Donkey Face Killer. Here are the three characters in this film: woman in <laughs> fox leather, <laughs> Donkey Face Killer, uh huh, and girl with lighter. <laughs> okay, so uh, Shrek's not Shrek? in it. <laughs> He's not in it. Um, so I guess okay. he dies before he ever gets to say anything. <laughs> donkey face killer. Um, so that's donkey face killer. We might talk about that one on the show too at some point. Please, if we, if you can find this for me, uh, anyone you know, DM me because I want to watch this. <laughs> We have a Twitter page. It's at Purely Nostalgia. Um, and then our Instagram is at Purely Nostalgia Pod. No brain consistency. None whatsoever. Um, I am on Twitter as well. It's at Elisha P. Smith. And I am on at, uh, Twitter at Clint J.H. Page. Uh, uh, stands, is stands for Jazz Hands. It's the same for Letterboxd for both of us. So follow us on yeah. there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Elisha, I got some sad news. <laughs> I think I know what it is, but please tell me. Uh, I received an official letter mm-hmm. from uh, Etsy oh, no. saying that uh, they cannot have our account exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, because I am the one who gets the emails <laughs> at our email address. <laughs> so I saw this email. It said... Well, we got a lot of emails from them. <laughs> we got several emails from them. Uh, and they mainly revolved around the fact that I think the credit card that you use to make the account maybe no longer yeah. is valid. So they yeah, were like, changed, we need a I new card. Yeah. Uh, and then they did tell us yesterday, unfortunately, that our account is suspended. So. Until until we pay the 80 cents that we owe <laughs> in back tax. When you saw that, because it li- my card was on file. Yeah. Um, you know, just in case, because there is just like an annual charge of 80 cents on there. Yeah. And uh, the, the charge time, I suppose, rolled around. Um, did well, you we hadn't had it for like, a year, though. No, but this was like the charge period. Okay. So um, did you think like, Hey Clint, are you doing all right with money? <laughs> no, I the first email I saw said like your card is being declined or something. So I just assumed that you'd gotten a new credit card. Yeah. Uh but it would have been 
funnier if I'd said yes, so I'm sorry for messing up. <laughs> it's okay. We'll run this bit again. Uh, no, we can't. We've already done a long episode, which is fine, because we talk about Shrek 2, which is a great movie. This is a good movie. Uh, uh, shorter movie than the first one, I believe. Is it? I don't know. Uh, how long is Shrek 5 Donkey Face Killer? It is... <laughs> Four and a half hours long. It's not got a runtime listed on IMDb. Um, it Are is sure listed it as a horror film, though. Horror? And the director is Andy J. Sipe. Let's see what else he's done. Um, okay, so he worked on The Magnificent Seven, the newer one. Um, oh. <laughs> that had, like, Chris Pratt in it. Um, yeah. Assassination Nation, which is a movie that I know about. So this guy is in the film industry. Um, Interesting. But he didn't. Donkey like, Face Killer. Yeah, Donkey Face Killer. So be sure to check that out. Um, but in the meantime, that'll do, Donkey. We'll see you soon. And Skinath for listening. How much longer will it take to cure this? Just to cure it, because I can't. Yeah. Did you go? I did go, and it was raining, and I got a few other things, too. I had two bags full of stuff, and I was walking out to my car um, holding an umbrella in one hand, and in the other hand, um, my two bags of groceries, and when I got, when I stepped over a puddle, uh, both of my bags just burst, and (laughs) all my stuff fell into the puddle, (laughs) and... I wanted to cry. <laughs> just like in Home Alone. Yes, it was just like Home Alone, but it was just a comedically like car- cartoony, bad, sad moment for me. Did you just like stand there and go, Ugh. I did kind of do that. That's actually yeah. how I re- reacted. It's funny because like in in adult life, when things don't go your way, your your natural kid inclination is to like jump up and down and scream because you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. But our our lizard brains that tell us, you know, that other people are watching just force us to have this like minimalist reaction almost to where it looks like it does not brains. bother us. Yeah. Love lizard brains.